But what does having an experience mean? Well, they like connected to her aunt. So they ate pot cookies. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think they made pot cookies. Well, Maybe they it sounds did. Sounds like there was drugs in those cookies. Hello, and welcome back to Party Pooper Podcast. Uh, it's episode number four, and I've got Alethea here, and mm-hmm. also my sister Allison, from all the way from Mexico, coming through the interwebs. Hi, Allison. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Alethea. <laughs> Hi. So uh, today, episode four is actually part two of... Um, Phil Super Pooper, Phil's Demise, whatever you want to call it. And we're talking about what happens if I theoretically died suddenly. So, uh, Allison did not hear episode three yet. And so, um, anything that was mentioned on that, she's not going to have any idea. So just bear that in mind. But basically what we did was we said, if I died suddenly, what would the next steps be? You know, where's my will at? Who's the executor of my will, which is Tim, and a couple things to know. Um, and so we're just going to carry that on, but talking to you because you're my you're my only sibling. So <laughs> yeah, you may end up having a role to play in all of this if you outlive me. That sounded really ominous. Yeah, well, it's a competition. If you <laughs> outlive. <laughs> That's pretty. Isn't that the competition between all siblings? No. Until there's only one. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> some some. We're not inheriting get a, anything. Get a head start. So, no. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe yeah, maybe if there was like a pot of gold at the end of the death rainbow or whatever, but yeah, yeah unfortunately, no, I'm gonna die first. What? Why do you think you're? You, I want to die first. Well, statistically, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that I want you to die first, Phil. (laughs) Well, it's okay. (laughs) Nobody dies, (laughs) ever. Okay. So you are uh, two years younger than me, and you are female, um, both by birth and uh, identification. And so statistically, you should outlive me. Is that okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fine. I don't want to... No, I don't... Okay. I don't like thinking well, about this topic, yeah, but whatever. Tell you, tell you what, I will, I'll keep drinking water. I'll try to start doing yoga. I'll, I'll work on it. Okay. I'll try to okay. draw it out. I'll try to eat less processed food. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still eating chips, still eating it's, oil, still no, eating but We like just talked food. about this, like literally just talked about this. And then we went to the groceries uh, today and yesterday, because we always have to like spread it over a couple of places to like get all the stuff we need. And mm-hmm. feels like, you know, looking at the fake meats and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need, like, why are we getting more of that? We just said we were going to try to focus so more good, on whatever. So good. Yeah. And then I, today I had to run in somewhere because I wanted to get these magnesium gummies that I use. And, um, anyway, so they had them, I thought they were going to have some there, but they're all sold out. But of course I was like, I'm like, do you want me to look at anything for you? And he's like, yeah. the chip aisle <laughs> and more fake meats. <laughs> yeah. So she got oh. me some, some burgers from very good butchers, yeah. which is out of Victoria. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. 
They actually just had, uh, I shouldn't go into this. This is not a financial episode, but they just did an IPO <laughs> and they went public and I couldn't buy any of their stock because they're, um, they're only listed on the CSE instead of the TSX. So that was very sad. That's when you should go. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Trombone. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, usually at the beginning of an episode, I mention what I'm drinking. Um, usually I'd have a beer or something, but since I'm on call, I am having cold brew coffee that I made. It's going really well. Um, but as an honorable mention, uh, I did post on the Instagram a picture of Regardians. It's a coffee ale um, made at White Sales Brewing, and it's awesome. It's my absolute favorite coffee beer. Um, super, super yummy. Yeah, so it is very good. I posted a photo of that as a as a placeholder since I can't drink. I'll just I would if I was drinking, that's what I would be drinking. So, any uh, special drinks or anything down in Mexico that you want to shout out? Um, I'm just drinking regular coffee, but, um, yeah, um, Mexican yeah. hot chocolate is always delicious. Oh, nice and spicy. Oh yeah. So what's the difference? Like I'm ignorant. I have, what, what, what is Mexican hot chocolate and how is it different than like, I guess a typical American hot chocolate? Oh, uh, well, it usually comes, um, in like a disc, like a big block of chocolate and it has spices in it. So you mean like if you make it at home? In a package, uh-huh. it's a, it, it, uh, you take a disc out of a package? Yeah, it's like a chocolate bar almost, but mm-hmm. like a disc, and you can break it, like a, like a like pizza slices, you know, uh-huh. but it's really thick. But then yeah, you, and there's you like pour a, boiling water over it or something, or? Uh, milk, usually milk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bill's been doing um, cold coffee, cold brew. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. the last couple of days. Yeah, but it, or... Almost a week, maybe. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, good. The first time good. I brewed a batch, though, I, I mean, the 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 kit recommended. Oh, like depending on the type of coffee you have, you'll want to use different ratios. But go ahead and start with you know a third, a uh, third coffee, and then because uh, it makes like a concentrate, a third concentrate, and then you know two thirds water or you know two thirds milk or a third milk, whatever, but a third coffee. And so that's what I did, but it was intense. Like that first day I had two. <laughs> yeah. I took like a sixth and it was perfect. Yeah. I, I had, I brought, I, I drank some at home and then I brought some to work. And after that second one, like I felt like something was wrong. Like, I was like, Whoa, this is like way too, like I could feel the caffeine in my body. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is too much. Surging too much. through my veins. So then I've I've scaled it down to I then I tried a quarter, which was working out much better. And now I'm like maybe a quarter a fifth. And uh but yeah, that first day was that was a roller coaster. Yeah. You could always mix it with decaf. <clears throat> oh yeah, but but the whole point is oh yeah, you mean like to grind some decaf. Mm-hmm. And then put it in the. Used to always do that. Get guess, like a third decaf. I guess I could make decaf cold brew, and could be an experiment. I didn't. I didn't even think of that. But if you took less, it'll last you longer. Yeah. Well, it's your true. thing is because if you have more, you drink more. Yeah. You know, which I guess is like any kind of vice, you know. But if anything, <laughs> um, actually, a weird phenomenon with cold brew coffee is 
because it just sits in the fridge and you're not like on a timer with a hot pot of coffee or anything, mm-hmm. like I don't feel that same pressure to finish the pot of coffee right. or to, you know, drink it because it's there because it's kind of out of sight. And also I know that it can just live in the fridge indefinitely. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, instead of, and, and sometimes I just feel like having a cup, but then you would make, you would make uh what's going on over there? Oh, I'm sorry. I can change rooms. Okay. Makes um doing something in the kitchen. Okay. He's making coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just want to have a cup of coffee, but then you end up making a whole pot of coffee and then you just drink it because it's there, right? Um, but with cold brew, um, you make it and then if you just want to have one cup or whatever, you can just have one cup and then move on. So Yeah, I like to add in like a little tiny bit of cinnamon and a little bit of vanilla and then a ton of ice a little bit of water and then the rest oat milk it was awesome nice yeah yeah cool so i think um i haven't even had one today so (laughs) looking forward to that so i think that's all the introductory stuff that we got going on um so the main thing is if something happened to me suddenly and i died i know it's sad but it's important that we talk about this so that you know, there's a plan in place and everyone's organized and knows what's happening. So I already covered the the basics, like my will is at work. Um, Alicia and I aren't married yet, but once we are, we are, are going to uh, get wills made through a lawyer. Um, I wanted to mention for people at home, I did look into it a little bit. And if you do have a valid will in a province, it seems like if you move to another province, it should still be good, but you need to uh, look into your personal uh, estate planning just to make sure, because there are apparently some things related to um, pensions, to life insurance, to uh, corporate plans like uh, life insurance or pensions that you have through your work um, that actually have different rules if you move to different provinces because it depends on what province it was created in and what province you live in and whether you're still together or separated from the person that you originally designated. And I went kind I went down kind of a rabbit hole on the internet about this and it's not super clear cut. So um, for everyone out there, if you have moved away from where you originally lived forever, then um, you definitely want to, research the provincial and or state laws, I guess, um, or wherever it is that you move and make sure that everything's still good to go on what you already set up because otherwise you, your family could end up with a nasty surprise if they have to suddenly deal with a bunch of legal stuff that could have been solved with, you know, filling out a form kind of thing, you know? Um, and as it, it actually hurts because I was researching getting a will done by a lawyer And they're not cheap. Like lawyers, everybody knows lawyers are expensive, but like getting a proper will done for a couple or even individually from a lawyer isn't, isn't very cheap. So I found one here, uh, nearby and it would cost about a thousand (gasps) dollars. Yeah. To have, to have a comprehensive, like two person will created. Um, and so that kind of leads into what, um, what I wanted to talk about with Allison is because, um, like if, if both of us died, you know, 
then what would happen, you know? So I put in, I put in my instructions and everything about how, uh, a huge portion of my life insurance would go strictly just to providing for Memphis. And I listed a bunch of candidates for people that um, could maybe be contacted to see if they would um, take care of him so he could live a happy life. And, um, and then the remainder would pretty much just go to Allison from my side of things. But like, if you, if you get married uh, or even if you don't get married, but you're, you know, you're living with your common law partner, life mate, whatever. Um, whoever dies first, you know, like all their assets and everything, you would want that to be represented um, when the other partner dies. So like, for example, if I died first, Alethea would get all my stuff. But then when she dies, it wouldn't be fair for just Alethea's family to get everything. That's why you would create like a dual will between partners saying that, well, Whoever dies first, the other person's going to be secure and be able to keep the house and keep all the things and keep the pensions and whatever. But then once both of them are finally gone, this is how it's going to be divided between both families or estates or charities or however it is so that it's not just whoever lives the longest gets to decide how, how things happen and stuff. So, um, so I just wanted to let you know that I was thinking about that, thinking about you to make sure that my little sister is going to be okay in the future and uh yeah it's not something i'm super worried about because like in 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 my uh in my instructions that i wrote i just wrote that you know like i trust alicia and i didn't think it was necessary to put specific things like so and so needs to get this and so and so needs to get that and whatever like if i wrote in there like as an example for instance you know, if I were to pass or whatever, whatever is logical and that she's okay with would be okay. Like for example, she could give you, uh, like our dad's old guitar case because that's a sentimental value thing for our family. And it makes more sense for you to have that, but she doesn't necessarily need to give Mike all my tools or something or whatever. Um, but she totally (laughs) could. And if I were Mike, I would put dip first dibs at the, whenever it's appropriate. So (laughs) Okay. I would be okay with that. I've got a bunch of, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got more tools than a person like me should have because I really don't use them. That yeah. Often. We need to use them more. I think Brandon yeah, uses really. my tools more than I do, which makes me happy. Cause at least, you know, at least they're being used, you know, it's like, um, I like that you have tools from somebody else. Like yeah. the, that, that old man's tools. I think that's yeah. cool. If Mike, ever inherits my tools, then this will be a audio record for him. But when I first got my, uh, when I first got my toolbox, um, oh man, it's putting me on the spot right now. I can't remember what it's called. Snap on. No, it's a Canadian. This is an oh, important right, right, part. Right, right. Sorry. It's a, oh, it's a Canadian company that used to make toolboxes like snap on rolling toolboxes, but they went out of business and, I, like I was in the search of getting a toolbox that was Canadian made cause I wanted to bike. And then, but I found out about this company that had gone under and then I found one on Kijiji or Craigslist or something. And then I drove over in my four door car mm-hmm. and that's important because I went over to this lady's place. Her husband had passed away. He still had this tool. She still had his toolbox and I got a really good deal on it, but I had to take it with everything inside of it. 
which was cool. And there was a lot of old files and woodworking tools and whatever inside of it, but it was, it was so heavy. And to get that thing tilted and shoved in the backseat of my car, it like just barely fit. And I got that thing home, but I feel really bad. I'm going to have to post a photo on Instagram of the logo. Um, I feel so bad. I forgot. I forgot what the name of the tool company is. See, this is why I need to use my tools more often. So that I, I, I totally could run down right now <laughs> and check if you want. No, it's okay. It's my fault for, you know, because I feel like in this world of having the entire internet in our pocket, yeah, we're getting lazy with our brains. Sure. You know what I mean? And I feel like when stuff like this happens, like when you can't remember an actor's name or mm-hmm. that's one song title or whatever, I've started doing this thing where I just let myself suffer and stew and have it in my brain knowing that I don't know <laughs> and trying to remember. Cause I feel like that's the only way you can work yeah. your brain out. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. And, uh, and then maybe if I just keep doing that instead of reaching for the Google search, then maybe my brain will get better, you know, stronger. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, don't you, don't you. So, um, Anyway, uh, I got some good tools for Mike. Anyway, uh, as far as the uh, will stuff, uh, is anything unclear to you, Allison, or do you have any questions or comments, suggestions? No. Did you Do you have a will with a lawyer, like one that's registered? Sort of. So um, because I'm in the military and because military officers have, um, I don't, I don't know if it's exactly the same as like a notary, but they have some kind of official capacity to like validate legally. I'm not going to say notarize, but to create a legal validation for certain documents. And one of those is like a pre forma, a pro forma, sorry, uh, form, uh, and it's a military will. And so you can, you can make a, a quite a basic will. You can't do like a, a couple's will with it, but you can do an individual will. Um, and mine's just very simple. It just says, you know, Alethea gets everything. Tim is the executor and that you're like the backup plan in case something happens to her. So that's all it says. It just says that they get everything. And, um, and that, and that's it. It's super, super basic. And I'm not even sure if it would be like completely, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it would be completely legal in Canada, but I believe it can be challenged if there's like anything weird happening with your estate. So if there was some kind of weird, like if you had multiple marriages or something, or I don't know, you had like an, an ex or what I'm just, I know it's not as concrete as a regular will if it's challenged in some way, but for yeah. all intents and purposes, it's, a legitimate legal will and it'll, it works. So. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually once we get married, we'll actually create real wills. Cause I think it is important. Um, cause if you want to do any kind of provisions in there, then it makes sense to have an actual will so that it's legally binding and so that you can actually make more specific directives in there. Cause I don't think that's within the scope of the military will. So I'm surprised there's not like a really thorough template that you could use and then just have it like, yeah, notarized or something. So that's what I thought too with, um, there's those, uh, websites where you can do the like legal or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
It's my understanding that in the United States, it's a little bit easier to do that. And in my preliminary search for Canadian stuff, I think, I think it may be possible to do something like that. But for the type of thing that I'm looking for, where it's splitting up estates conditional on both members dying in a marriage and how that happens after both of us are deceased and, 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 you know, I just, I haven't found that sort of additional detail and flexibility in like the template wills and stuff that you can possibly source online. Like it, it hurts to have to pay money to a lawyer when you're like, Oh man, what, what could I do with a thousand bucks? But it's, you should go to my lawyer. It's cheaper or he was cheaper. Hey, I'm down to like shop around. I just, you know, (laughs) give you his name. Maybe, maybe what I saw was a full estate plan or something and not just the will, but I'd have to look into, look into it again. Mike and I did our will when we, when we were doing our, when we sold our place. And so maybe he gave us a good deal, but, um, we, we were able to do those kind of clauses. Like if I died or Mike died or both of us died, or, you know, even if, uh, none of our relatives are alive or whatever, then our, our money goes to charity, Mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. Okay, cool. And even though it is a significant amount of money, even if it doesn't end up costing that much, it's still going to cost several hundred dollars probably. And, um, and it should be something that you only have to do like once or twice in your life. So it's not, it's not like it's a, an ongoing maintenance expense throughout your life, you know? So you just kind of have to swallow that pill once and, you know? Well, depends mm-hmm. unless you're somebody that's like really emotional and like is constantly changing. Oh, that person pissed me off. Now they're not going to get this. Well, and you go back and you change it like 10 times. We don't have a complicated family structure and we don't have heirs and heiresses and, you know, I don't know, all kinds of people. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean for lives, you specifically. Yeah. I meant for like somebody, like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it sounds like, oh, mm-hmm. well, you wouldn't have to do it very often, but I guess totally depends what kind of, you know, I'm sure there are some people out there that do them. That's probably why people threaten to take people out of their wills more often than they actually change their wills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Save a buck. Yeah. They'll just say they did. Has the same effect. And then later they can say they wrote them back in and none's the wiser. Mm. <laughs> Um, so what else? Um, oh yeah. So because you live far away specifically, um, you should know that there are travel benefits provided by the military to get you to where I'm at. Um, even if like, uh, I were to go in a coma or something or be in intensive care, there's provisions for that to get your next of kin to where you are. Well, when possible, when feasible, as long as you're not in a like combat zone or something. Uh, so you should just be aware that, you know, there's help for anyone on my next of kin list to get travel assistance to get over here. And uh, I'm not super concerned about, you know, funeral arrangements and all that stuff. Basically, that's why I got Tim on board so that he could deal with a lot of that stuff. And there would be uh, military personnel involved to help with that kind of stuff. So you, you and Alethea don't have to worry as much about logistics and planning and dealing with that kind of thing. And, uh, I did tell Alethea that she could always ask you and Tim for advice when it comes to numbers and, you know, accounting questions and things moving forward. 
because we're gonna have to do a future episode on like, you know, future planning, retirement planning, life goals, whatever. And, you know, she's going to need, I'm not going to be there to talk her ears off about, you know, uh, index fund. MERs and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so I did tell her that she could ask you stuff and that's pretty much it. And that's it. So I just wanted to, to let you know that, you know, even though she's getting everything, I did write in the thing that you could, you know, if you needed help with something or whatever, that it was up to her to help you out if she could or whatever, if it made sense. I don't really think you're going to need any help in life or whatever, but, you know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and so it's not that I didn't think about it or whatever. It's just that I didn't, I didn't think that you needed it. So I understand. Um, so that's it. Anything else? I don't know. There's no special request. Sing a karaoke song at your funeral. Well, I mean, I, um, I had put some requests, but, um, like, like I, w I want it to be cremated, but if Alethea finds some kind of way to do the whole, you know, yeah, get planted really, as like, a tree or something or whatever to do my research on that, but I really should. Like I'd know, be okay with that, yeah. with getting planted with a tree or something or whatever. I mean, I don't know if that's legal or how that would work or whatever, but I mean, I'd be okay with something like that. I'm not super concerned about my body, but you know, I don't, what do you, what, what do you mean? It was some kind of thing. Planted. I can't remember what it was. I read about it. It was like, um, I don't know if it was tree or like a mushroom. It's basically like, I think you're, you're turned into a compostable. Well, yeah. you are compostable, but you know what I mean? Like bag of some kind and like you put it in the earth. I can't. I, they basically turn you into a little compost yeah. box and put you in the ground in this uh, biodegradable box. Well, I feel box. it's a bag. It's not a box. Or, I feel like it was a bag. Yeah. A, a biodegradable uh -huh. compostable well, body like bag. bag. You wear around like, hey, <laughs> I'm wearing Phil today. You know? Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so like if, if she could figure something like that out, I mean, I'm okay with that, but I don't really care. I just, I don't want to do the whole thing where, uh, you know, where they preserve my body with formaldehyde and put me out so people can see me and hang around my corpse. What like, if you have the option to be cryogenically frozen? So, but for what end? Like, I don't know. Who knows what advancements? Like, like Disney doing. robot bodies. Like Walt Disney did. Yeah. Or like your your now I'm getting into territory that you don't believe in, but like that you're able to keep your soul alive and like put into a different body. Maybe if they had something like, uh, like where you, they could like upload your, your brain, is what I mean. like there's that new movie upload or whatever mm -hmm, that we haven't mm -hmm. watched, but like if they were able to like put your wow. consciousness in a computer or something, then sure, I guess. Cause then even if, even if I was in the computer and I was like, no, nah, this is weird and this sucks. I could always, you know, self terminate maybe, you know? In, in the computer. But what if you couldn't? That that's you, it's like a Black Mirror episode. Thing but to, yeah, so I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be out. You know. You don't want an, an open casket wake. Yeah, no, I get it. It's I mean, weird. I guess you could do open casket if it was like day one or whatever. But like, <laughs> I don't know how long a, a body's good for. But maybe if you turn the uh, temperature down the, in the room, the people that do the makeup aren't said, always that great either. Sometimes. People don't look anything like. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I I don't. It could be really creepy. I don't know. 
if you really wanted to see my dead body for closure or whatever, then you have my permission to have the mortician or whatever show you my frozen corpse or whatever before they dispose of it. But I don't want to do that. Like when, like when, I don't know if you remember, but when dad died, he was out. Like oh, I, I remember. Like yeah, I, I remember that. And I remember like we wrote him notes and I went and put a note in his suit pocket or whatever. And it just creeped me out. Like it was, yeah. it was really creepy seeing him like that and seeing like this, you know, I guess there's probably a lot of people out there. They're going to say, Oh, like for closure, it's really good to see the dead body. But like it creep, it, I don't really think that it did anything for me and I, I found it kind of creepy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just, yeah, I prefer. No. Well, I understand for his family though, because they're in Switzerland. If you think about it, we had to ship the body to Switzerland. Like that was kind of crazy. Yeah. But I think, I'm pretty sure he was cremated and then his ashes were flown to Switzerland. I thought the, no, the whole wake thing was in Switzerland, no? I don't know. I was nine. Like you have I, to ask mom. I, I don't know. I don't remember. You don't remember where you were? I'm pretty sure that the wake was in Canada. He was cremated and, and we brought his, we brought his ashes on the plane and maybe went to Switzerland, but I, yeah, but you might be I, right about that, but I'm not a hundred percent. Like I don't actually, I never really thought about it. Like, I never really thought all those things could have happened in different places. I wouldn't really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, guess. I, I don't know. So huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure logistically. He's like trying to think back. It would have made more sense. did I hear the most? Where was I? Dave, <laughs> I don't know. What was the weather? I remember well, I what I was wearing. It mattered either, right? I don't even remember what I was wearing. Wow. Really? That's cr- I remember what I was wearing and I remember the smell. <sighs> but I don't remember the people. Oh, yeah, the smell's pretty awful. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. anything about it except like just putting the note in his pocket. And it was just, I remember being creepy. And I remember there being a weird smell, like kind of like something yeah. weird and baby powder or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite strong. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, but I don't want that. So, just, wow, that's a heavy thing to see as kids. You can like. find, uh, <laughs> find a nice photo yeah. of me or something and have a beer or something and, you know, just okay. remember the good times and, when an all vegan wedding? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, of course, you want a vegan wedding, but I meant you want a a vegan funeral. Like, I think you're gonna do like. I think if you're gonna food serve food, stuff. it would be in poor taste to be serving animals at my funeral. Right. So, <laughs> no, no one wears any leather. Well, no, whatever. People okay, can wear people can wear their clothes and whatever. I just I don't. You know, I don't want to be serving dead animals with my dead body. That's like, it's creepy. You know? Usually it's can after come with the their funeral, like but leather chaps and they can come yeah. in. If you guys want any animals, you can go, <laughs> go to a restaurant and eat them there or something. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. You don't want someone to th- throw the flowers to see who's next. <laughs> oh God. Do they do that? For oh, like, but it would have to be like poisonous flowers. So then you definitely can't get it wrong. No, it's a joke. <laughs> I don't think anyone's actually done that, but it would be hilarious. Yeah. I want them to do that at my wedding. I'm not my wedding. My, my See, oh no. <laughs> did I start? <laughs> Deadly. I wonder what else you could throw though. Like what would be. At a funeral? Appropriate. Sure. Water balloons. <laughs> It would be pretty funny, <laughs> right? Because people wouldn't know what to expect, and then there would just be this balloon coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you since could we're do like the Chinese lantern thing, oh, those are so pretty. That's cool. As yeah. long as it's uh, eco-friendly, I'm. 
Okay with that. Yeah. We still have ours that we bought. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. See, we could finally release that one. It'll yeah. probably still be <laughs> we bought in its it packaging. when we went to uh, Chelsea and Reed's wedding. And we were supposed to do it there, and then we didn't do it. And we just kept saying, we're going to see this is the thing. You got to do the things that you want to do, man. <laughs> okay, but, like, are we allowed was- to just release it? Like, are, are there rules about releasing well, Chinese lanterns? I think you need to have I common sense because it's like fireworks. You're not going to do that. That's what I mean. Like, what happens if we release that thing and then we're responsible for some kind of, like, oh there's fire warnings around here all the time. Where they're like, you can have a campfire, you can't have a campfire. For sure. You, can... you do it like in the over the water. I know. Not near but yeah. my fear is it's out of your control, right? <laughs> like you you're on the beach. I thought I was the one that was supposed to have You all think the you've got the wind anxiety. direction, right? You're like... And then all of a sudden you release this Chinese lantern in the air and then all of a sudden oh. it starts coming backwards and it's going into the forest and then you're like chasing it. Maybe. I think also maybe they're called paper lanterns. I'm not really sure. Oh, I don't know if yeah. we're allowed to say, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're allowed to say right now. I don't know what's the appropriate thing. This I don't think that struggling with oh. this every freaking day now. I don't, I don't think calling, I don't think Chinese lantern is a, a bad term. I mean, they, I mean, unless, is that what they use? Well, yeah. Didn't they use them for well, there's the Chinese lantern festival in yeah. Vancouver. So I think that's, a, I don't know. Unless they're, you can right call now. them paper lanterns. Okay. But then are you, just culturally appropriating and not giving credit where credit's due. Maybe it's the shape too. Now that I think about it, maybe it's because it's yeah. for certain ceremonies and the shape that they are, and they usually have things written on them. I could be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, you're supposed to write like uh, a blessing or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, bottom line is we mean it in the best way possible. Yeah. And yeah, that's really lovely. I like that. But it stresses me out, and I I don't know if we can find a safe if there's a some sort of fire authority there. Listen, I'm just going to bury your body in a bag under the nicest tree that I can find. And then I'm going to go up onto the top of the hill in the most cramped closure of trees. And I'm going to set out my paper lantern. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring those Nerf water guns with us. Okay. So if anything happens, we'll have the super soakers. All right. I'm and getting water balloons. Somewhere. And right. it'll be okay. Don't right. worry. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. What else? Uh, after that, uh, no rush, but whenever possible. F- for right now, my primary plan is to have it put in a wall at the uh, Field of Honor in St. Anne's in, near Montreal in the military mm-hmm. cemetery. But if Alethe and I come up with a better plan later on or whatever, we'll just you know do that because we're not sure where we want our bodies to go. And it'd be weird not to go together, I think, maybe. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to spend like eternity trying to find you. Like <laughs> that'd be awful. <laughs> Already took long enough. <laughs> yeah. Worst case scenario, she does automatically get a spot beside me at that cemetery. But um, oh, that's nice. But she doesn't really want to go back to Montreal. So <laughs> so that wouldn't. Well, be good. I don't have I don't have any any life ties really to Quebec. Yeah. So. It would just be weird for me. That's not my homeland. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it turns out not a lot of people think about this stuff. Like, where do I want to be buried? And, you know, do you know where you want to be buried, Allison? I'm going to let our future child decide. That's what it says on in our will. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That uh, wherever is most convenient, I think, is what we wrote. Okay. So they, they can visit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, I don't know. Mike and I don't really care about what happens with, with us. I think we just both want to be cremated and yeah. Unless, you know. unless your kid ends up being like a super lazy and they just keep your ashes like on in their home so they can just oh no no, no. I, I put i put a clause i put a clause that no one can keep me like above their fireplace or whatever or on their mantle that i don't want to be stuck in an urn somewhere not to be used as home decoration <laughs> yes yes no i my lawyer laughed at me i'm like can i put a clause that no one can do that that's smart <laughs> can you imagine uh, you end up getting I lost in weird. a box Lost in a box, knocked over, and the dog gets it or gets vacuumed up or something. Like, that happens all yeah. the time in those oh. movies, you know? It'd be horrible. Yeah. Or <laughs> I saw I saw this lady on the internet who she started eating the ashes of her late oh, husband, and oh. she was addicted to eating the ashes. What? And she would bring, the, she would bring the urn around with her, and she was just eating the ashes okay, but that over time. Is, it can't be very satiating, and also, like, it's going to be gone at some point. Yeah, but it was just a like, weird compulsive Ew. thing that she was doing to cope, and it ended up being, like, kind of creepy and sad. Oh, this isn't, like, some super creepy made-up thing. Like, no, this is real. real. This oh, really happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel yeah, bad. I shouldn't laugh. Well, I, t- I take it back. I shouldn't make fun of how everybody copes with stuff differently. That's I know, but truly terrifying. If you see me walking around with Bill in a jar, yeah. So and I'm dipping my hand in. You gotta be proactive. <laughs> no, get the ashes out of reach, out of sight, so that can't happen. You know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I hope that wasn't too depressing. Oh, that makes nope. me think of the that cartoon, Birdie and Tuca. And there's an episode where they they bake the ashes of her aunt, I think it is, and like her cookies or something like that. What? And then they eat it, and then they're all like having an experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what's coming. Jeez, is that a movie? <laughs> it's a it's like an animated series. And they put it's the ashes in a, but they get high. No, she's baking something else, but by accident she takes the ashes of her aunt and puts it in something, and then her and the other one. But what does having an experience mean? Well, they, like, connected to her aunt. So they ate pot cookies. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think they made pot cookies. Well, Maybe they did. it sounds did. like there was drugs in those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So are you... Are you There's one more thing. So I just wanted to take this moment to make everybody at home maybe think about, you know, do you have a will? Do people know what your wishes are? Um, It can be extremely difficult for your family and loved ones if you just die suddenly or you're unable to communicate your wishes and then they have to make those decisions. Um, And I'm sure they'll make the best decisions they can, but it can help if you, you know, if you're not scared to talk about it, it's awkward. But, you know, have a beer or something first or whatever, a glass of wine and just, you know, be chill about it. Just say like, hey, like if something were to happen, I just want you to know that, you know, I do have a will and it's at this place and this is what my wishes were. And, you know, if you do have a strong feeling about something like not being put above a fireplace on a mantle, you should tell people that because otherwise (laughs) they might not know. And they might think that they're doing the best thing for you, Mm -hmm. but really going against your wishes, you know? Um, And also uh, life insurance is really important. Um, General rule of thumb is you should have, if you have dependents, then you should have 10 times 
you know, it depends on your situation, but a good rule of thumb is 10 times your income in life insurance. A lot of people are underinsured or have no life insurance and that can really, you know, you got to think about like what's, what's happening in your life. And if you suddenly disappeared, how that would affect, you know, your spouse or your kids or your family members and stuff, you know? So if you suddenly died, are they going to have enough to stay in the house they're at? Or are, are there, are your goals that you had going to be able to be seen through without you there? And you have to think about those type of things and make sure that, you know, life insurance also sucks to pay. Um, because if you, if you get life insurance, you should be just getting term life insurance and not, um, some kind of weird investment combined with life insurance thing like whole life or whatever. Disclaimer, you are not a professional. Yeah, I'm not a financial professional. I'm not a, I'm not a certified (laughs) financial planner. I have no accreditation, but uh, I have read a lot of books and I'll definitely recommend some. And if you just Google it, you know, just go look at the prevailing consensus and the best deal you know, the best bang for your buck and for the purpose is, you know, while you have dependents and you have people that are depending on you, um, you know, you should have some life insurance to cover whatever your needs are. Everybody's needs are going to be different based on what you're trying to accomplish and how much time there is that you have left in your working life and all these things and whatever. So you gotta, you've got to, uh, examine your own personal situation and definitely look for a fiduciary, uh, certified financial planner, fee-based financial planners are a really awesome idea for that kind of thing that can help you with estate planning. Or there's a lot of like DIY stuff you can do where you can just read some articles, read some books, and then sit down and do a good think and, you know, find your best buddy who you know has a good head on his shoulders and talk it out. Because not, not everybody can afford to pay, you know, several thousand dollars for a full comprehensive financial plan and you're not sure who you can trust all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, the bank is going to tell you what makes sense for them to sell you. And an insurance agent might tell you what makes sense for them to sell you. And that's why you need to make sure they're a fiduciary, which means that they are legally required to act in your best interest. Um, and a lot of, insurance and uh, personal finance people out there aren't fiduciaries, but they don't tell you that. And a lot of people don't know to ask or make sure, right? So you just, you, you need to make sure that you're looking out for yourself and your family first and asking those questions and not being uh, sweet talked by people into all kinds of different stuff. But anyway, so just think about it. That's all I'm saying is everybody out there, just think about it. You might be, you know, in the prime of your life, with sunny skies ahead and everything's looking good, but you know, you're one car accident away from Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm here sitting here saying how nervous I am to try to start driving again. And you just had to like, just it could drop be that anything. in there. It could be a cougar attack. It could be. Phil, I have to go for a walk can... in Memphis later. <laughs> well, Anyway, I'm just and saying. You things, why I'm so like nervous about stuff. Things happen. Everybody <laughs> thinks it. Gosh. It's not going to be them. Like even young people have died from COVID. You know. So I just, I'm just saying. There's yeah. all kinds of things. Oh wait, now hold on. You didn't mention earthquakes yet. So let's let's add that in there. Earthquakes, sure. I, we have uh, tsunami. We have they, yeah. Thanks. Yep. Tsunami. There we go. And even our mm-hmm. old friend of the family um, was an excellent 
health and he got run over in a lake by a motorboat and died. That's true. Kayaking accident. Oh my gosh. Well, I was kidding. I didn't really mean for you to actually add you another know? thing. I just meant like you seem to be really covering the bases of every just little saying, thing I'm terrified of. Freak accidents, you know? <laughs> things things happen. So Yeah. Um and yeah, you're not gonna be around. You won't have to worry about it, but you know, everyone else is gonna be left over and mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I'm just saying just think about it. Look into uh look into life insurance and everything that you need. Actually yeah. there is something that that you might want to mention. You were, um, when we were talking about it the other day, and I was saying it did kind of creep me out a little bit because I always worry about, you know, like if you do something, if you do something, it'll come true. So, like, if you're, like, kind of, like, jinxing yourself, right? And I'm sure that you have an opinion on that. Well, I'm not not trying to, like, totally re- like... (laughs) We have said a lot of stuff in this episode that was mentioned in episode three, but Allison wasn't there for that. So I don't know if you know, Allison, but dad, I found out he didn't sign his will because he was scared that if he signed it, he would be like jinxing himself and that he would die. And so he was putting it off and putting it off. His will was at his lawyer's office, like ready for him to sign. And it had just been sitting there and he had been like just delaying it. And he thought that, you know, he thought that he would be like, you know, jinxing himself somehow, which is ironic because, funny. you know, he was also an organ donor. And so that's kind of, everybody says that, you know, don't sign your organ donor card because of whatever, but I'm sure there's some doctors out there that would I don't think have some strong says, words I think, for us about I think there's ethics probably more and, people now that, that do sign their do- organ donor card, but like it, for sure, it probably does pop up in your in people's heads. Yeah. Oh, did he actually donate organs? Yeah, we used to get a <laughs> Christmas card from someone that I don't remember what organ they got. Um, oh my gosh! I don't remember if it was his. Oh, heart. I don't remember this. Yeah. Wow, was... I didn't even know you were allowed to. Like, I thought for some reason because of privacy, like they wouldn't be able to. I, I, maybe you have the option. I don't remember exactly how it worked either. They were able to send a card to an organization and they were able to forward it or we were able to disclose or mm. whatever. But I remember it was, that's sweet. It was for a couple years afterwards that we would get a card every mm-hmm. year and then it kind of just tapered off. <laughs> well, and that's I'm, fair. I'm we sure also moved. Yeah. 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 For sure. I, and that's totally fair. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, don't, nice. I think it was yeah, his heart. Really sweet. I, I'm pretty sure it was his heart, but I, I don't remember. So, but I'm not super worried about the organ donor thing. I think that, you know, everybody says, oh, if you sign your organ donor thing, then they're going to pull the plug sooner on you or whatever. But I think there's probably I've some never pretty heard strict. That before. Yeah, I never heard that either. Oh, well, I guess I'm the only one then. But because like if you. <laughs> Like, let's say, no, but now I'm thinking you're probably onto something. <laughs> well, so it sounds really plausible, right? Like if yeah. you, if you got someone and they, they were in a bad car accident or something and you've got like a vegetable or who, someone that may not recover or whatever, then are they going to start looking at you? Like, cause they have to start saying, well, if this person's not going to make it, then we got to be ready to harvest these organs right away. Cause there's a very short time frame for that. And you don't want the doctors to start thinking about, well, you know, are we going to do everything we possibly can or, you know, is this person, you know, reasonably gone? And so let's start chopping them up. 
Um, but I don't think that's a thing. I've just, I, I, a bit extreme. <laughs> I've heard, I mean, I said it very, uh, in a, in a, like a brutal way, but, um, I've heard a lot of people say that kind of stuff and I don't think that there's much merit in that because I mean, a doctor has their oath and they still have to provide care for you as long as you're, you know, legally alive or whatever. And also mm-hmm. you've got your, um, power of attorney, like whoever's responsible for you, I think has to agree, uh, that, you know, everything has been done or whatever to pull the plug or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there might be some, I don't know. I don't actually, I only know one doctor and I don't know him that well. So, but if anybody else is a doctor that's listening right now and wants to comment on this, feel free. We'll have you on on a future show and you can tell us all about whether we should sign our organ donor cards or not, but I recommend you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, might as well put them to use, I guess, but. It creeps me so, out. I don't like thinking about giving my organs away. What do you I, think happens after? What do you mean? Like after? In the like the afterlife? Sure. I don't. I don't believe in that. Okay. Maybe just your brain synapses stop firing and you drift off to sleep and never have another thought again. That's it. Your molecules end up becoming other things. Because you, your body will break down and all your molecules and atoms and whatever will become other things on this earth for better or worse. And your consciousness disappears and that's it. You don't think you can be born into something else and retain some of your memory from like well, another life? I think... You I think you have I, no. energy that stays that, that kind of like continues to resonate? Well, so I, I don't believe in memories from previous lives or anything but i mean we do know that energy can can't be destroyed it can only be moved right so i mean all of your atoms and everything are going to become other things the Mm -hmm. energy is still there it's just being turned into other things whether that's compost or you know a tree or you know being eaten by something or and then (laughs) turning into their body essentially mm-hmm. like you could you could argue that you're being reborn in the sense that and you're over and over and over again you know and your body is continually shedding like our skin particles are departing us yeah. and we're you know we're constantly renewing our physical body um so yeah i mean parts of our body especially the water molecules have been all over the earth. Like you've got water molecules inside of your body. We just like polluting everything. (laughs) We are, but it's amazing. (laughs) The chance, chances are that you have like atoms in your body that used to belong to other humans or other animals, uh, that you, that were part of different oceans on the earth. And, you know, you could have, you know, atoms inside of you that used to be a blue whale or something like who knows? I mean, the atoms have always existed. They they don't get destroyed or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless you throw them in a, you know, a particle accelerator or whatever. But, um, you know, I think that would be pretty cool getting part of your, well, okay. So they, I mean, they accelerate light particles, so they're not like shooting atomic like atoms. Um, but it would be cool to, Maybe not a, like maybe not like the Large Hadron Collider, but like it'd be cool to have a, like a particle from 
your body like shot out into space or something. I mean, I think that would be cool. So you could send part of your body to the. And you know, a little part of Phil would be like, oh my God, look what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, because my consciousness would be gone and that's, that's it for. Your consciousness as you know it now would be gone. Like, I know it's not a popular opinion that we just die. I just. (laughs) No, no. The rest, like everything you said is very, is very much part of thinking that stuff continues because like we're all connected. Right. So that's all just lovely. I just like to add that little extra. It would be awesome if at some point you actually do have a different kind of consciousness, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you got to remember that there's so many living beings on this planet and so many humans and like we're all breathing the same air and drinking the same water and pooping the same poop so and you better wear your mask you know <laughs> like we all yes. we all are connected like we're all one living organism which makes up the earth right like there's no doesn't matter how much money you have mm-hmm. you can't just retreat to your private island and ignore the rest of the world like mm-hmm. we're all breathing the same air you know it's like peeing in the pool you know yeah for sure like you might be able to stay on your side of the pool for a while or whatever you try to escape like, but you might even like that it's nice and warm around you yeah yeah exactly you're like <laughs> don't do that yay global <laughs> warming it's all nice and warm but no i was using it as a metaphor for how we treat where we live yeah and sure, how we treat sure. our bodies but yeah we're all we're all shitting on the same planet. So it's, you know, we got to take better care of it, but I don't want to turn it into a weird eco thing, but. Oh, that's what happens when you talk about death. Um, should we skip to our song picks? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, when we make things depressing and party poopering, we're going to uh, try to raise uplift things with positive songs. We finally created the Spotify playlist, so we'll be updating that soon in the links. Um, Allison, do you want to go first? You're our guest. Sure. I'm trying to think of what I picked. Um, was it hand clap? Yeah. <gasps> Fits in the tantrums? Yes. I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. That is so funny. I was, I was kind of like, mm, that's in my list of happy songs. That's so funny. Oh, awesome. nice. I like your song. Yeah, Gus loves it. Like when it plays and you clap your hands, like he gets really excited. Yeah. So it's a happy song. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, I had Can't Hold Us by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Nice. Uh, well, it's Can't Hold Us featuring Ray Dalton, I should say. I just really like that song. It's happy. It's got a good beat. Yeah. It's the kind of song that makes you want to dance. <laughs> yeah. So then if I put it on, you're going to dance? Maybe. It's <laughs> <laughs> very non-committal. Goodness. <laughs> it's the kind of song that would make you... Another wah, wah moment. person. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> oh, boy. What do you got? <laughs> um, heavy mood. Which is actually not heavy at all, and it's by Tilly in the Wall. It's happy. Okay. You know, a lot of songs are starting to crop out, uh, crop up on this playlist that I've never heard before. Yeah. So I'm excited. So, And if we don't really have many listeners, but 
for any listeners at home, if you want to throw in your two cents on what you think is a good, happier party song, um, just email us, partypooperpodcast at gmail.com or comment on one of the uh, Instagram photos or something. So that's it. I think that's all for today. Thanks for coming, Allison, and joining us today. And uh, I hope I wasn't too repetitive for everyone listening. And uh, I hope I wasn't too, you know, too much of a downer, making everybody think about their mortality. (laughs) Better better have a way funnier topic next time. Well, actually, I've been thinking about it. And I put out a poll um, asking... Uh, well, okay. I guess I should mention, uh, we haven't mentioned it before, but we do have a Patreon and I asked our Patreon, uh, members what my next topic should be with a poll. And so right now it's kind of divided between general personal finance and personal finance for couples. Um, but I've also been thinking about some other stuff too. And I would like to do an episode talking about like mental health, anxiety, stress. We have our bonus episode Ooh. coming out before that, though. Yeah, like we've the, got the month roundup for for June, like all the stuff for June. Yeah. So I mean, and yeah, there's going to be bonus episodes. So every month we're going to do at least one secret bonus episode that's only for Patreon people, and then we're also allowing ourselves space and leeway for just creating extra episodes every month if we want to talk about additional stuff. Um, And I'm open to having other guests on. I think the audio quality on this one was a little bit better. And so I'm excited about maybe having other people on. So if anybody out there wants to talk about something, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking I've got a lot more depressing stuff coming up. So (laughs) specifically um, to get into the, into the weeds on retirement planning to getting into the, like different types of uh, personal finance for couples, talking about mental health, talking about like I've got a I've got so much ammo for just being a bummer about the state of the world right now. It's just so depressing, and I just feel like talking about it will make me feel better. <laughs> but then it's like, well, talking about it maybe make it'll just reinforce how sad it is, yeah, and attract more bad stuff. Ah. I don't know, my guys, you yeah. gotta. Go outside and smell the flowers and see the sunshine. Well, we have been going on the walk every day. I I go outside a lot. I spend lots of time outside. I try desperately to get to get Phil outside. We're working. We're working on (laughs) it. Working on it slowly. Oh yeah, the the couples. The couples dog walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm getting out there. You know, I gotta get okay. get get some sun rays. <laughs> All right, oh I'm gonna play. Okay. Us out. I'm gonna play us out now, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. Bye, Ellie. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for having me. So, shout out to Pete, our first Patreon, and Shislen. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you to Memphis for being so patient and waiting quietly. He always knows too, eh? He started to walk over. Yeah, he's right here. He's like, I heard you say walk. Time to go.
So just popping back in to make a couple of corrections on our last couple episodes. And honestly, I probably have to go back and listen. I'm sure there's more. But there are a few things I just figured we should get out of the way. Uh, One thing is uh, we were talking about tequila on our anniversary episode. And uh, I had said that it was made from agave. And then we were thinking it was cactus. But it is agave. Cactus has nothing to do with tequila. And that is according to the interwebs. I am not a tequila expert, even though I should be. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. So much. My bad, everyone. <laughs> and we were wondering, uh, we were like wondering out loud, like, what do you call where it's grown? So, well, obviously the plants are grown on, on farms. They're like the, I guess, agave farms or whatever. I don't know if there's a specific term for that. I didn't see it. And then it's just a distillery. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Just tequila distillery. Yeah. Um, also when we were talking about things you could do to help improve digestion, uh, I had mentioned that a lemon peel was good for something. And also the thing it was good for started with an M and I couldn't remember what it was called. And now I do. And so it's motility and lemon peel. It's the D limonene. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but, or D limonene. I'm the so sound, the same someone out there knows. Anyway, it's that uh, that's part of getting your digestion going. It can like, um, you know, if you're having like a sluggish bowel, it can help with that. Even sometimes with acid reflux. But that's what I was trying to say. Is it acid reflux or acid reflex? Reflux. Oh. Like the acid is being reflected back. Don't overthink yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> um, and just one teensy little thing today when we were talking about it. You mentioned uh, somebody being in a vegetable. Or, vegetative or, state? It's vegetative state. Oh, did I say vegetable? You said vegetable and I gave you the eyes. Oh. Because I know we probably don't always say things um, the way that we are trying to do, which is, you know, more mindful of how we're using certain terms and all that. And uh, it didn't sound right. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to say that. Say that somebody's a vegetable? Yeah, it doesn't, it's not... Is it offensive to the person or vegetables? I don't even know if I can laugh at that. You're allowed to laugh. That's fine. So nervous. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody, we're getting through we're getting through all this together. There's just so much okay? stuff. Nobody and knows what to call anybody anymore. We also totally forgot it's Canada Day. So happy oh, Canada yeah, we Day, didn't, babe. Yeah, we didn't mention that in the episode. Right. But. So we're going to throw on, I'll try to find like a happy um, Canadian okay. artist I song. Because I was trying to think of one before and every single one that I thought of. They're all great songs and I love them. But I was like, is it, would it make me like bounce around a little bit and be happy? And I'm sure I can find something. Okay. So maybe. Um, I literally just thought of something now, but I got to check the title. Okay. Well, maybe that could be a thing we'll throw in at the beginning of the next episode. You'll announce the Canadian song for the playlist. Yeah, sure. I like that idea. All right. Happy Canada Day, everybody. And for anybody in the States, happy 4th of July coming up. If we don't see you before then. We better not see anybody before then. We're all still supposed to be staying home. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Americans stay in America. Canadians stay in (laughs) Canada. Everybody stay home. Everybody enjoy their backyards. Social, physical distancing, not social distancing. Okay. Oh, this world's so complicated. We gotta get Mims out for a walk. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.